Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Services Group, Edwards Food Giant, and AR Care. 1037 The Buzz. The Hogs play here. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of No, I don't think there's any concern that we're going to underestimate uh, BYU. We're uh, playing them again, but we have a really new team. We've got a lot of new guys up front. we got new guys at almost every position. we got guys who, this is their first year being Razorbacks. we got a lot of transfers, so this is a new team. They're a new team. Um, they're a really good team. We've watched a lot of their film. Um, they, they won a lot of games. So we're not uh, we're not underestimating them at all. Brady Latham talking about BYU. Glad you're with us, Westmore Christian Weaver, and the coach Kevin Kelly with us. Acre Free Zone today is on his way to Fort Worth. Go see a little Pearl Jam tonight. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I love Pearl Jam. Yeah, I think it's he's what he say. This is his third time. This is his third time. His oh, friend wow. that he's going with. It's his fiftieth time. So he's seen him like more 50th than one time? more than once a year. Since they've been, I just a band. like to have the money the guy spent on tickets. <laughs> what do you think he is? Uh, what What would that be? He's a groupie. Uh, how much are you spending <laughs> I on wonder, tickets? I mean, what do you think he's he spent on his life on Pearl Jam? Like fifty thousand, something like that. Is that too high? That's too high. Yeah, it's not a thousand, thousand to no, go every time. No. I've got U two tickets for next month in Vegas, and, and they were only five hundred. And if U two is only five hundred, at least five hundred. Five hundred. I'm gonna say hundred to pay five thousand. Well, but then you got the trip, your hotel. Oh you no, know. he spent. Oh, he may. I'll say spent, ten thousand plus. I'm gonna say twenty thousand plus. Yeah. With hotels, gas, mm-hmm. if you all in cost. Hey, I'm not. And I'm not criticizing. No, 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 I spend no, money on you some do. stuff. Yeah. People are like, well, he's spend that for. So I think I that's it. cool. I bet mm-hmm. he knows every song backwards. Forwards. Oh, I'm sure he does. They need to, honestly. If you've been fifty times, they need to call you out of the off the floor and let you sing one with the group. I want to point you out. This is his fiftieth one. We want to recognize. This guy, his 50th show, thank you for supporting us. That would be cool. That would be, be really cool. I want to know the most times that he's seen him in one year. Like, How many times did he, did he just like binge it one year and go seven. Like six times? He saw him yeah. seven one year. Hmm. Not the question of the day. Guy must work for American Airlines or something. We'll get to the question of the day here in a minute. Uh, Coach, we've got BYU first. Let's start with Arkansas and BYU. Get right to it. How, how do you feel about this game? Now, yeah, David I, just, Basil, just asked me how I felt, and I'm like, uh, I think that's the way everybody, I was down there with Basil and Steve Sullivan and Bruce James. They're doing their little thing for yes. uh, for TV down yeah. there, and I asked them. I just wondered what they were thinking. They were all, exactly what one of them did. He held his hand up, mm-hmm. shook it sideways, goes, ah, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's what everybody thinks. I mean, I think we're going to win the game, and I, 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 I still and, and I said this after West Carolina, and everybody was like, "Well, no, they said we're going to work on the run game." I said I'm worried about the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, "No, this week we'll work on it against Kent State." Well, Kent State gave up 330 something yards rushing to Central Florida to Gus. Mm-hmm. They also gave up 300 something passing to them. Mm-hmm. Their O line and their O line, you know, ran through uh, uh, Kent State. Our O line did not run through Kent State. Now our pass blocking is pretty good. I mean, I think I think KJ's got time, you know, for the most yeah, part, unless they blitz, part. unless they blitz hard, bring somebody extra. And uh, but again, <laughs> and you better be, bring somebody bigger than a safety. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but but I but I do worry about that, and I think if we don't establish the run, especially because I know here's why everybody's like, well, it's because you have to establish the run. It's not. It's because our head coach's mindset is we have to run the ball. Mm-hmm. So there's times in the game where he's telling the OC, mm-hmm. run the ball. Well, that's easy to do. It's easy to say. But if you can't run the ball and you make him run it on the next first and ten, we come out of a ser- we come into a series, mm-hmm. then we're in second and long and we're in a tough shape. I, I looked at it, Coach, because I felt like uh, watching and listening to the game that they were too predictable. They were running it on first down every single time. And I went back and looked, and it was a large percentage of the time. And I do think this was a game where they felt like we're going to run the ball 
and we're going to run the ball, and we're going to work on some things. And Coach Pittman even said that. They were working on some things during this game, took advantage of the situation as Kent State. I feel like I feel like this team will be better running it when they open up the offense and throw it and loosen teams up a little bit. Zero question. I mean, now you're thinking like a coach. You know, everybody was complaining about, well, they're bringing that safety. They're cheating them down, both teams, West Carolina and Kent State. They're saying throw the football. And they watched last year, and, and sometimes K.J. was on, and sometimes he was off. I think it's because of his footwork. But that said, they say, we're going to make you beat us throwing the ball, not running the ball. And so they were quick to bring their other safety down. I mean, if he saw any run action, he's flying down and having an un- unblocked guy in the box. And until we can establish that we can throw the football, and not to the sideline, but in the middle of the field where the linebackers have to help and work on yeah. it, then we're going to have trouble running the ball. We need to help this brand new offensive line. We've got four new offensive linemen. I'm not saying they're not good by any stretch. We don't even know what they are yet. We haven't given them a chance. But we've got to help them out. And everybody that, you know, you go back to Bill Walsh, who won four Super Bowls before everybody was dominating four Super Bowls, and he used the pass to establish the run. And since then, you see the NFL doing the exact same thing, and colleges start doing it. Arkansas has got to get there this week. Do you think they're afraid to do that, or they're just being stubborn and saying, we're working on something right now? When it comes time, we'll open it up. Uh, I give you 15 carries for 42 yards as, as the metric that they're using. And that was that was the Rocket with 15 carries yeah. for 42 yards in the first game. Yeah. And since then, they're like, we have got to do better at the run. Well, how do you do better at it? You practice at it in a game. Yes. And so I think they're just forgetting everything else right now and going, we've got to get better at the run. But it's not playing out like where we can just line up and run them over. It's like you said. We've got to use other things to open the run, not just establish the run. I mean, there's two ways to do it, and that is if you're Army and Navy, you have to establish the run at the beginning of the game because you're not going to use the pass. Right. We can use the pass to establish the run, and but they're just wanting to manhandle them and establish that way. You know, what do they call it? In, in coaching, they use this term, and, and I, I despise it. We want to impose our will. Well, what if you can't? Mm-hmm. Well, then you better That's what outsmart they tried them. to do the last yeah. two weeks. Yeah, you better outsmart them. You know, sometimes you just can't impose your will on people, but you can still get them to do what you want them to do, and that's backing off by throwing slants behind them, crossing routes, you know, curls, digs, anything between the numbers where the linebackers can't just run downhill, where that other safety can't run downhill towards the line of scrimmage. Did, li- speaking of Army earlier, did you see, like, the 70-yard bomb they had this this past weekend? No. Was, it off, was, yard it off, pass. was it off the triple option pass? It, it may have been. Because <laughs> they love to put it in the quarterback's belly, I mean, put it in the other guy's belly, have the back out, and then drop him back. Remember the old Wayne yeah. Grovey plays? Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was, I think. Probably so. Did the last series of the game make you feel better about the the run game when they got the ball in the five, ran it 11 straight times, ran out the clock for It six made minutes. me feel zero better. That's what we call false sense of security. <clears throat> I mean, Kent State's given up. They know they've lost the game. I mean... They don't play as hard mm-hmm. when it's over with. Mm-hmm. And we got the ball back, what, three minutes left, something like six that? Six minutes. Six minutes left. I mean, six minutes left in the game. We're going to win the game. I mean, I'm glad we were able to do it, but that gave me zero. Okay. I mean, if you now if you look, what was our total yards rushing in the game? 170-something. 170. How many came on that drive? 61. So there, we had 200 yards, and that made us look 270. We're like, oh, we were like, oh well, okay, we look better at the end of the game. But that was all came on that drive. Like 3.8 yards per carry or something. It yep. wasn't great. Yep, you're right. No, and, and, we, and we looked a lot better after that drive. So what was it look, you know, before Yeah, before that, that it yeah. was probably 3.4. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Against, against a Kent State team that gave up about 10 yards per carry. Mm-hmm. Against Central Wow, Florida. 390 from first weekend. Yeah. But you look back. UCF is throwing the ball around, too. They were doing a little bit of both. No, they, they make you guard the whole field. A, a 52-yard wide field and about 20 yards deep. You know, every once in a while they'll throw a bomb, but about 20 yards deep. So they're making you guard a 1,000 square yards. That's tough to do. So what do you expect against BYU out of the offense? I have I have I really don't know what to expect. Mm. I really expected we would try to run the ball because Pittman had said we're going to try to run the ball. I expected that last week. When we couldn't, I expected them to open it up and throw it around a lot. I mean, a lot until they could go back and run the ball effectively. We didn't this week. I hope we're not married to just lining up and establishing our quote unquote dominance on the offensive line because I don't think that's our. I don't think that's going to carry us to wins this year. I mean, we've. I hate to panic, but if you can't line up 
and run the ball against West Carolina and Kent State, you're going to have a hard time against LSU and A&M and Alabama and you know all the teams Ole Miss. So I hope that we go in with this mindset. Let's take what they're giving us. If they want to bring the extra guy in the box, we'll throw it. Mm-hmm. If they want to open up the box, we'll run it because we can do either one effectively. And I would love to see them jump into empty, you know, no back, and let KJ run a little bit and be smart about it, but really spread the field and see how that's going to spread the linebackers out. Because if nothing else, that gives the SET teams that's coming up something else they've got to get ready for and prepare for. And once you do that, once you spread those linebackers out, even when you bring it in, they're still, because of the mentality you put them in, they're still a step slower to come downhill, and it makes the run, it makes your running back have one extra yard when he gets through that first wall of the defensive line. He's got one extra yard of open space to make a cut on a linebacker, and so I hope they, hope they come out in some empty and really spread the field out and then go back and run the ball. We'll take some phone calls throughout the day. Uh, coming up on the show, Michael Felder at 11.30 and uh, Coach Fogelman, John Fogelman, uh, Catholic, will join us at 12.30 to talk about the Birch Tree Buzz Game of the Week. Catholic at Benton. Uh, Turner James from Birch Tree will also be up here. So, a uh, fun show. Talking a lot of football today. Let's go to the defensive side real quick. We had not really uh, hit on the defense. Chris Paul, Pooh Paul, didn't play in the first half. Came in the second half. Played really well. First of all, I want to get Poop Paul's thoughts on playing BYU. Uh, you know, we just treat every game. We treat every game like we played against ourselves. We played the Arkansas standard in every game. Uh, BYU is a great team, by the way. Uh, you know, they, they have a history of winning, as we can see. You know, they have a great head coach. Um, the running back, they're uh, pretty good. Number two and 20, they're two decent good uh, backs. They have a really good tight end, uh, number 83. And they also put number 99 back there tight end. He's a great run blocker and things like that. They usually uh, use him for, like, match protection and things like that. But overall, great team. Highly, you know, highly competitive and uh, well-coached. Well, Poopal came in and made a, uh, a significant contribution in the second half. Of course, he had to miss the first half after uh, getting ejected from the first game of the season against Western Carolina for targeting. And uh, I thought in the second half, especially, well, you know, the goal line stand. He came in, met the running back in the hole, stopped him dead cold. That was part of a, a, you know, four. uh, That was a goal line stand, a true goal line stand where they stopped uh, Western or Kent State. Coach, what do you think, what, what have you read out of the defense so far? After two games, you know I like some of the things they're doing, and I and I do think you know like as much as I'm worried about the offensive line because they've had a chance to improve because we put them in the situation defense. You don't have the chance to work on what you want to because the offense dictates what you're going to have to do. You know if they run mm-hmm. the ball, you've got to play the run. If they throw the ball, you've got to be able to defend the pass. Uh, you know we've talked about it a lot. I like what they've done with you know Hudson Clark and and moving him around, and then and then. You know, we've showed some physicality. That goal line stand, what it does do, what, where I you know, I didn't think the running by Arkansas the last six minutes was a confidence builder for us. Goal line stands are a huge confidence builder for defenses. Because when their back's against the wall and they come out of there and they know they don't have to push the ball very far to get six points and you stop them, I've just watched too much football over the years and coached too much football where – Teams come out of that game with a goal line stand with more confidence. And there's just something about stop. You know, they think it's a bigger deal to stop them right there than it is in the middle of the field. It's really not. I mean, a 50-yard touchdown pass or a one-yard touchdown run are equal to the same thing. But I will say this. If they knock down or intercept a pass or get a sack, which essentially stops the six points, they don't come out with near as much confidence as they do from a goal line stand. So I think that's a big deal. I think that'll go forward because we'll be in a bunch of those situations this year where teams are down inside mm-hmm. the 10-yard line. And you can recall on that, we've done this before. We've done this before. And in the physicality that we showed, I mean, it's not like, you know, on, on fourth down that they threw a pass and we knocked it down. We stood up and got physical on the goal line. And I think that was a big deal for them. Poopal in the second half made a big contribution. Here's Poopal about playing only in the second half. The mindset that I had going in was really just to dominate. Uh, you know, I sat out the first half due to a targeting uh, call of last week, so I didn't really get to play the whole game. So going in, I just wanted to make an impact, and that was uh, Coach Pittman uh, put a real emphasis on that. He uh, came up to me. It was numerous times he'd come up to me in practice, and he was telling me, like, you know, you're not going to be out there the first half, but when you get out there, you know, you need to – basically uh, introduce yourself again and things like that. So when I got out there, I just thought to myself, I need to make plays. I need to put my name back out there. Have you watched any of BYU? 
I've, I've, I've seen some highlights. Not enough to see. I did look over their stats and who was doing what last night, and I thought it was interesting. Last week they threw for a lot of yards, and the week before they had not. So, you know, it's hard to tell if they did that because of uh, the defense they were playing or, or or because they wanted to, quote-unquote, work on it. You know, <laughs> so, so but either way, they did. And, you know, to me, that that's, that's the way right now that they would be able to have some success. But, I mean, I hate to say it, I think we win this game by more than than the line is right and it's going down you know it opened at 10 and i haven't looked on oakland today but the guys on on the morning show said it was eight and a half at oakland that's a big swing yeah now it's seven and a half on in some places right now so that is a big swing (laughs) a ton of money's coming in but if you're you know and and i hope the alarm bell the alarm bells might should be going off for us because the kent state game they really might i mean when you only have before that last drive 250 yards of offense against a team that gave up 700 the week before, you know, you probably should be a little worried. But I just think that I just think that we, we beat BYU when they had a really, really good squad. And I think they're down a little bit, still trying to figure it out. I think if the troops are ever – now, if we somehow don't play well this game, I'm really worried because the alarm bells ought to be going off for our football team right now. I mean, they went into the Kent State game – with a very big spread, they all the kids all know the spread, and they were thinking we should trounce this team. Right now, they've got to be questioning. They're wavering a little bit in their own confidence, no matter what they say in the media. So if they go out and don't play well, regardless of the score, if they don't play well against BYU, they're really going to be doubting going into that murderous four-game stretch. Let's take some phone calls. 661-1037. Russ is up first. Russ, welcome into the zone. Hey, Wes. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good morning. Hey, I've got a. I think the reason we won that game last week was because the KJ took it over, and I think we're going to be fine all year because we've got the secret weapon of KJ. And my question today for you guys is if you look at Jalen Hurts at Philadelphia, couldn't you put a Jefferson in that spot? Isn't he that type of quarterback that the NFL should take seriously? And then my next question that y'all can speak on is the, the Cowboys and Dak Prescott, shouldn't he be running the ball more? I mean, you get him within the 40-yard line, and I mean, that's what he did in college. Couldn't he run more and take that game over? I think they would have some more victories if he did that. What do you guys think? Thanks, Ross. Uh, Let's start with the comparison of K.J. to Jalen Hurts. Do you see it? I see the comparison. I see a much scaled down version, especially now that now that Jalen Hurts is a couple of years into his professional career. I mean, they have really done a good job. If a case in point, last year and the year before, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts threw the ball less between the numbers than anybody in the game of football the year before last. He didn't have any confidence to throw the ball over the middle. He was worried about his accuracy. And you don't throw the ball in the middle if you're not accurate, because that's where the windows are smaller and and, and things like that. And they're not timing throws where you just one, two, three, hit the back foot and throw it to the outside. And he got a lot better. They made him better. Now, not to say K.J. couldn't get there. I think K.J. is a watered-down version when Jalen first went in the league. Mm-hmm. But now Jalen has taken a humongous step forward to the point point where, you know, last week against New England, they're on their own end of the field with a game on the line, and they went for it on fourth and two. And it would have been easy to punt them back and, and, and play defense right there where most people would have. And uh, uh, Jalen Hurts is also – I saw a thing. I, I forgot how many times he ran the ball last year. But he got tackled a fourth of the times he ran the ball. Hmm. Now, project that forward, and you talk about Dak and talking about K.J. The reason they don't want their quarterbacks running the ball more – look at Lamar Jackson. They were running him like crazy. Then last, last year he misses six to eight games or whatever, and their season's over with. You know, your quarterback is the centerpiece of the game, the way it's designed, the way the penalties are designed, the way everybody plays it, and you got to have them in there. And Dak, I, I agree, Dak could run the ball, but, man, he got hurt year before last. Yeah, and look what running it did. the ball. Yeah, and everybody goes, well, Cooper Rush came in. It changed their game, and they went through a stretch where they played bad teams. We got lucky that it was where it was. But you've got to have that guy, and you can't run him that much. And K.J., to be effective, I think, has to run the ball right now. Now, I think he's capable of getting coached up, mm-hmm. fixing his feet and his mechanics, and being a much better passer where maybe he could exist without having to run it as much. But we if if you run Dak Prescott in the NFL, they're going to get hurt. They eventually always get hurt, and you cannot do that in the NFL. That's why they pay those guys a quarter of a billion dollar contracts, and in in, instead of you know what these other guys are making because they're so important. 
Josh Allen's got to get down. I'm watching He's that game the other night. He, he did some just stupid stuff. There was one time, we, we have all seen the clip where he dives. He's like eight yards short of the first down and dives over two defenders and falls hard. But there was another time he's running on that same sideline. Had the first down easily. Just step out of bounds. He cut it up and took a hit. And I'm like, what are you doing? Someone's got to get through to him. That's coaching, too. I mean, you have to make him get down. You have to sit him down and go, Josh, you are so important to our team. And and last year in the playoffs, he played with a with with a tendonitis in his elbow that wasn't from throwing; it was from a hit. And he wasn't nearly as effective. And if you look at the other night, those hits cause you not to be as good with your feet, with your arm. And he didn't throw the ball well against the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because he's taking a lot of hits. And it's game one. You cannot get hit and still play great quarterback. And he's a big kid. I think that's youth. I think the coaches have to, you know, sit him down and make him stop. The owner needs to say, hey, look, I'm not paying you a bazillion dollars to go run over people. I'm paying you a bazillion dollars to get out of bounds, get first downs, and throw the football. And uh, and, and his youth, I think, is making him, you know, he gets all hyped up and wants to show the team I'm a football player. KJ did the same thing against Kent State. He, he's, he's running down the middle, and the safety comes up. KJ, because it was a safety, lowered his shoulder. It was a huge collision. It was a huge but It hurt the other kid. The it other did. Kid was out of the game, stayed, but it could have easily. I I was worried. After seeing that KJ. hit, I was like, that could have hurt the shoulder. Well, there's no it, doubt he was sore the next day. But what they don't realize is, well, he's like right now, he's like, well, it didn't break my collarbone. It, didn't it micro-tore, there's no doubt in my mind, a bunch of little cartilage and tendons in his shoulder. And now you're set up for the next big hit that wouldn't have hurt you, does hurt you. That's what they don't think about the cumulative. KJ mm-hmm. and, and and Josh Allen aren't thinking about the cumulative toll this takes if you take another big hit next week and if you take another big hit next week. Then maybe you wouldn't have been injured had you not taken that first one, and now you will be because it hurt you. I mean, give them credit for their bravery, their courage, and that kind of stuff. But, man, you're just too important. Yeah, you're very invaluable. Thank goodness this year we've got Jacoby Criswell as a backup and hope we're all right about him if we have to. You know, I love watching KJ run over people loved the mentality of yeah. it. You just can't do it. My first thought was when KJ was running a lot against Kent State as well, we're going to see Jacoby Criswell start a few games this year if we're having to do this against Kent State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about it like that, but you're right. If we're having to do this against Kent State, we, yeah, you're right. Are you okay with Dak to finish up on Dak? Him picking and choosing when he Absolutely. runs? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Especially Dak has gotten way better at getting down and getting out of bounds too. Yep. But I, he just can't, unless it's fourth down, or third down in the you know in a crucial part of the game, he just cannot go do that dive thing or that run over you thing or something like that. He just can't do it. But absolutely picking and choosing, especially I, I hate design runs. They ran a design run for a touchdown last week against the Giants. He made it in the end zone, but less design runs and breakdown when the pocket's open and you've got a down-the-field pass play when everybody's all spread out. That way, when you take off up the middle, you've got plenty of time before you get to a linebacker and plenty of time to get down. More of your phone calls when we come back. We've got an open segment. Coach Kelly in the house. Talking football, college, NFL, high school football. Stick around. You're in the zone. Registration is open for the 2023-1037 The Buzz Fall Golf Tournament Tuesday, October 10th at the Burns Park Golf Course presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Sports Center. Big weekend of Razorbacks Athletics is upcoming. Starts with the volleyball team as they travel to New York City. They'll take on the Buffalo Bulls in Queens at noon on Friday and then return to Queens on Friday night when they take on St. John's at 7 p.m. Also on Friday, Arkansas soccer is in action as they take on the Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville at 6 p.m. You can watch that game on SEC Network Plus. On Saturday, September 16th, Arkansas football takes on BYU 6.30. You can catch it on 103.7 The Buzz and ESPN2. Volleyball also has a game that night. They'll take on Bryant in Queens at 1 p.m. Then on Sunday, soccer hosts Grand Canyon University in Fayetteville, 1 o'clock start. You can watch that one on SEC Network+. Plus. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network.
The Main Street Food Truck Festival is back. Your favorite food trucks are rolling into town for the 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival. 60 food trucks of every genre, with sample sizes at each truck, live music, and fun for the whole family. Bring the family for great food and a good time on Main Street. Join the Downtown Little Rock Partnership's 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, September 17th. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elia's, and now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elia's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, When is my luck gonna change? And I was like, You need to go with Tunica, bro. And he was like, Yeah! Good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kisses. My man was like, This is amazing! His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. Fellas, Clint Sterner here. Let me get your attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low T Center offers monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center got you. They'll ship your treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's Justin Anchor for Guadney Chevrolet out in Jacksonville, and they want to be your car dealer of choice, as they have been for so many all the way back to 1957. Deals galore, selection absolutely, and you're going to have a great buying experience too, which is really what it's all about. You can buy a car from a lot of different places. Why not go to the place that's going to treat you the best? That's Guadney Chevrolet. How about up to $9,000 off Silverado? Yes, crazy rebates happening, and I love the fact that you can delay your payments up to 120 days, so you don't even have to make a payment in 2023. Drive that car in September, October, November, December. Start making payments in 2024. That's the deal going right now at Guadney Chevrolet. And incredible rates as well. They have it down at 1.9%. Also, if you're in the market for a used car, you can find the entire selection at their website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. But if you head out to the lot, you'll see some great options on site. And they've got payments starting at $199 a month. And sales tax paid is also part of the deal on all used cars under $10,000. So whether you're looking for a new vehicle, maybe something a little bit larger like a truck or SUV, or a smaller car or a pre-owned vehicle, Guadney's your spot. And right now, big savings, great financing, more for your trade, and always a great buying experience. You know where. Jacksonville, Arkansas, the Gregory Street exit. Look for the big, beautiful American flag and go see our friends at Guadney Chevrolet. You're in the zone with Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Take Network. me a path to follow And I'll tread any dangerous road Need new tires? Big O Tires got a good deal right now. $100 off select set of tires. Big O Tires and Cabin and Conway. They've got a great selection of tires, all the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire. Big O Tires does more than just tires. They have mechanics on hand, take care of your vehicle. They'll put new brakes on, change your oil, alignment. They do a lot of things at Big O Tires. In Cabot, they're on Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. But check out our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Westmore, Christian Weaver, Kevin Kelly in the house. A little early today. Joe Klein was on uh, out of town, so he couldn't make it I was today. wondering where Joe was yeah. when I got your text. You're like, I'm in there, and just me and Christian come on by. I'm like, okay, this sounds good. And was he I was aware like, like that it. Justin was off this week? He was not. Mm, and that's, that's why I texted it. him. I was like... He would have been here if he needed yeah. Justin. He'd been here with food. Yeah. Oh, When Justin's man. not here, he brings food. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I yeah, just kind of slide it in there. And, you know, I'm like, hey, just want to make sure you're here tomorrow. Justin's gone. Just make, planning out the day. Just so he knows Justin's gone. He's like, oh, man, I forgot to tell you. Joe, if you're I'm listening, it's not too late to send us food. You can call your guys have them send us some food. Just send it on up. Uh, let's, we talked a lot about the Razorbacks. We'll, we'll still talk about the Razorbacks. But I, I want to move to the NFL and, of course, the big talk, topic, the Jets. If you're running the Jets, what do you do at quarterback? <laughs> well, everybody knows I'm not an Aaron, I mean, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan either. I never have been. 
And I think he's the most talented player he's, to ever play the game. Yeah, I think The so. most talented. I, I don't dispute that. I think he should have won seven, eight, nine Super Bowls. He's that talented. But, you know, he never got along with everybody, never got along with his offensive coordinator, no matter who it was, all that kind of stuff. And he wanted to do too much when he didn't have to do too much and stuff. Besides all that, though, um, you know, I wrote a column. I write for Sharp Sports Analytics online. I wrote a column last year. And, they, you know, it was like, what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? Because he wasn't as effective and this and that and the other. Well, what had happened was, in my opinion, he uses his mobility a lot more than people think. Mm-hmm. He will stand in the pocket, take he, – he, now, he'll run around some, but he'll take four steps and on the run sidearm a ball like a rocket out of there. But his mobility lets him get away for that four steps. When he started slowing down, he started getting nicked up. He's a step slower than he was truly – uh, uh, you know, a foot, foot and a half. Well, you're not used to not being able to get out of that. Well, now he's getting sacked and grabbed, and eventually, I, I mean, it, to me, it, it was going to be if he continues to play like he did and not develop his game where it's one, two, three in the pocket throw, he was going to get hurt. Now, I don't want him to be hurt, and I didn't want him to get hurt like that, but, man, if you're the Jets, now you're saying, I watched, I love, I, I love the NFL. Like, I love it. So I watch NFL Live every day. You know, I like it like you like the NBA. Right. And, I watched Robert Sala. I wanted to know what he was going to say Tuesday when he knew for sure. And yesterday he comes out and he goes, we have all the faith in the world in, 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 in Zach. We have that clip. And I'm like, you don't have all the faith in the world or you wouldn't have went and spent $40 million on Aaron Rodgers. You know, I mean, just the fact that, of course, he's got to say that because he knows Zach's going to hear it and he knows he's going to. But it's like, they're screwed. I mean, their defense is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, and they went and picked up some good pieces to help him out. They are so screwed this year, and they know they are. I mean, they have zero chance to make it through Bowl now. Zero. Zero I don't chance to what? To make, make it to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. I would. I would probably. Yeah, agree. I agree. Zero. I agree uh, okay, nothing. Zero. We get struck by lightning even here. Point zero 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 one chance to make a Super Bowl. It went away in one play. What about making the playoffs? They can make the playoffs. It's going to be tough. They're in a freaking tough yeah. division. I mean, that's division between the the two East yeah. NFC East. And the AFC East are the two toughest in football because you look and you got Miami. Look at them. I mean, that's the best offensive team in football right now. They're better than the Chiefs, way better because mm-hmm. they hurt you downfield. And then you look and you got New England. You can say what you want. Last week they made it close after a terrible start, and it's still going to have one of the best defenses in the league mm-hmm. because Bill Belichick. And then you look at Buffalo, and it's freaking Buffalo. Then you look at the – I mean, that's a tough – tough division. There's no easy out. But right now, without a quarterback, and people will say, well, Mac Jones isn't a great quarterback. Well, he's better than Zach Thomas. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yes, I mean. Yeah. Zach Thomas, the old linebacker from yeah. Miami. I got Miami. Yeah. Flashback. Uh, but he's better than Zach Wilson. And and Zach Wilson coming out of college was one of the least, the top, bottom two least accurate. Not that were coming out for the draft, but that were in college that year when he was under pressure. Hmm. And that told me all I knew because the whole NFL is all, all pressure. About pressure. Yeah, it's all about pressure. And, and the that's Jets' why offensive line isn't very good. They're not. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of help. The, the good thing is they went and got him. You know, Lazard's a good receiver. Yeah. And you already got Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson's a good receiver, and and Cobb is not going to hurt him. Randall Cobb's not going to hurt him any. But you know, he can get open and get zones and things like that. They've got some good pieces around him. And they they got running backs. They're running backs. Two, yeah. uh, maybe the two best in the league combined together. Best duo, yeah. Best duo. I mean, Brees Hall, Hall's could be good. Mm-hmm. Guy's good, and uh, so he's got a lot of pieces around him. So they're gonna do. They're gonna run the ball and play defense. Play every Jets under, and you'll hit it unless the defense scores. So would you go out and get a quarterback? Yes, gosh, yes, because they've got the team. This is yeah. a good year Who for them to want? do it. Well, I don't know who's available. You know, they 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 asked that question. I think to Sally yesterday at some point too, and he's like. You're not going to say anything as a coach. Yeah, you're not going to say anything as a coach. Well, then they asked another GM, you know, a former GM, and and they said, he goes, well, nobody's available right now. Right now, everybody's in the hunt. So everybody's picking up everybody they can. If I were them, of course, they'd never do it. I would try to get Bailey Zapp from the Patriots. Zappy? Yeah, because they cut him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they he made it through waivers, and they picked him back up as their practice squad guy. Well, you can go back up, and if you pick up a guy and offer him a contract, mm-hmm. they have to, I mean, an in-game contract, they have to either match it. But didn't the Patriots have to bring Zappy up and put him on the roster because of the uh, quarterback that went AWOL? Uh, um, <laughs> Corral. Uh, Ole Miss, yeah. I think, he was, I think he was their emergency quarterback. I think he was their was two. Was he number two? Because Matt Corral went missing. He did go miss. That's right. I we forgot talked about that, that yesterday. Yeah, that was a big deal in Barstool. Yeah. 
Where's well, Matt yeah, Corral? Maybe, maybe he's not available anymore. Well, then go and pick up Matt Corral. Say, hey, Matt, you want to come start for us? Well, he, he goes AWOL. Well, you no, expect but not him to start. He goes AWOL. Not if he's starting. <laughs> he went starting because he's not used to being what a about, backup, probably. What about Joe Flacco? He was there last year. Would you bring him back? I'd bring him back over over the one that was Zach Wilson. Okay. I mean, I, I just don't, I, I just have zero faith in... Uh, while Robert Sala has all the faith in the world in Zach Wilson, I have zero faith in him. Zappy was the two quarterback last week for the Patriots. Thank you, Chris. Oh, he was Turnage. the number two. He's listening oh, okay. in. He's Chris, okay. Hey, Chris. Uh, let's hear from uh, Sala. This is on uh, Zach Wilson. I guess what gives you confidence that this sped-up timeline can work out for him and that he can handle this moment? Yeah, um, it's a fair question. He's He is... Um, you know, from from a mental standpoint, he's so much different uh, than uh, this time a year ago. Uh, you know, he's he's in a great frame of mind. He's loving the game of football. He's loving the process that he's uh, he's going through. Um, he's got a lot of confidence. Um, you know, all the the, the little things that uh, we we saw in college that he was struggling with a year ago are not the same struggles he was having that that, uh, that he had. You know, he's, he's fixed a lot of things, a lot of things. And so we're very excited about him. Uh, obviously, he will acknowledge he still has a lot of things to learn and grow, and um, and we're excited to be able to do that with him. Uh, I think he's been able to, to rebuild rapport with his teammates and uh, and just the overall, just the, the way he's kind of handled himself has been fantastic. Um, but everything about him is just so much different than a year ago. So we're... Like I said, it's is it happening faster than I think anyone expected, obviously, um, under the circumstances. But uh, he's somebody that's made a drastic improvement from a year ago. Coach, did you buy any of that? Did you see anything uh, in the game Monday night that makes you think he has gotten better? You know, yes and no. Yeah, I, I saw the... You saw the, you know, you saw a couple. You know, they're calling that pass for the touchdown to Garrett Wilson. A good pass. <laughs> no, it was good because it didn't get picked off. Great catch. It was a phenomenal catch. And then you saw the interception over the middle that looked like us three threw it. You know, we, he panics and throws mm-hmm. it. And there's, I mean, two guys could have intercepted it. You know, one ran in front of the other one. And so I see some of the things, like, the same things that we that I've I've seen watching him because I've watched him since he was in college. Uh, but if you now, we don't know what's going on in the locker room. Sure, he's probably different than he was. He had no pressure on him because he had the man in front of him, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's easy to show confidence in practice when you've got no pressure. It's easier to show it when you're not even going to be the starter. And I think that's what probably what he saw, and that's what Sala is praying <laughs> that is real and not a change You know, when he becomes the man. Part of his is going to be the off-the-field stuff and the way, the way he carries himself off the field. The, the the biggest problem from what Sala said to me though was he he restored his relationship or whatever you know or or worked on his relationship with the rest of his team, you know that's a problem you know if he had to fix a relationship with them that's a big problem so I you know like I say I'm down on the Jets and everybody is a little bit since you lost Aaron Rodgers but I'm way down on because I I never thought Zach Wilson was was going to be the guy and I never thought. Uh, Sam Darnold was going to be the guy, and finally they shipped him off, and now he's bounced around. And uh, I just don't think they've done a good job picking quarterbacks. And and then let's follow it up. Nathaniel Hackett is not a good offensive coordinator. Aaron, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was going to bail him out of a bunch of stuff, mm. and now they're in trouble because that guy's calling the plays for a guy that can't throw. Six six one one zero three seven. Let's take some phone calls. We start with Savage. What's up, Savage? What's up, Bill? You doing right? Good. You know, Coach, uh, biggest thing out of the Bills and the Jets game, nobody's talking about Josh Allen. You know, they were actual, I thought, was a Super Bowl contender. The heck with Rodgers. You know, I don't want him to get hurt like he did. But I, I could care less about the guy. He's a prima donna. But talk about the Bills and Josh Allen and their lack of, you know, winning that game. And I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender now. What's your thoughts? Man, doesn't look good right now at all. And, and I'm with you on Rodgers. I never have cared for him, but I do think he's most talented. But but going into Josh Allen, I mean, I really what they they lost the Bills lost a linebacker last year that was really good. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. And you know, Milano's really good. I thought Edmonds was a little bit buddier, and I had to study. I, I did some studying of him for for the Patriots of Tremaine Edmonds and, and Matt Milano. Yeah, he's so with the Bears. Now. Real familiar with them. They lost that guy, so now they're going to have to score more. Well, they went out and got Dalton Kincaid as a tight end, who I think is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And, him. But I didn't see them using him the way I thought they should be using him. And Dawson Knox is really good, so they've got another good tight end. Well, I didn't see a lot of good two tight ends. If you're going to use two tight ends, 
And they've got two good ones in the passing game. And if you'll remember a long time ago, you know, when the Patriots had Aaron Gonzalez and they Aaron Hernandez. Had Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. I'm, I'm way off my names. And you use two tight ends. There's a lot of play action because if you're play action, the guy guarding the tight end attached to the line's a linebacker. Well, when you stick the football in a running back's belly, what does a linebacker have to do? He has to pay attention to that. So they're coming downhill, and all of a sudden the tight end releases on a route. They're a step behind before it starts. That's why play action to a tight end is phenomenal. And, you know, some of Dalton Kincaid's throws were just, he was spread out. They're throwing him one-step hitches to the outside. Now he's running, making four or five yards, but he would really be effective if they used him right. So I, I, I don't say they're not a Super Bowl contender, but I say they need to figure out the best way to use those guys and use it to hurt the defense. Play action is the number one expected points added in all of football. Play action passes. And they've got two really good tight ends, but they've got to use the run and establish it enough. And that's been their heel the last two years. They've got to use it more in play action. It would make life easier for Josh Allen, too, if they did that. Jets better do that now. Because oh, they yeah. have two running backs. Yeah. Use that play action. And that's Use where, those running backs. And that's where every quarterback can be effective. People look, they're like, look at Brock Purdy. I like Brock Purdy. I think he's doing a lot with not, not much talent. He's making some good throws. Us three could be semi-effective. You know, me, Christian, Wes, we could be semi-effective in that offense because everything's play action, and play action buys you one full second more of blocking time. Right then, right there, you get one more second. Well, if they'll use that for Zach Thomas, even, I mean, I hate to say, even he can be effective with good play action. Now, what they're going to have to do is teams are going to bring down another safety and make and bring the other one a little bit tighter and make it harder to run for them. I mean, if I'm Brees Hall right now and I'm Dalvin Cook, I'm not happy with what's happened. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jason's in Hot Springs. Jason, welcome in. Hey, Wes. Hey, Coach Kevin. I got a uh, question for you, um, Coach Kevin. Um, we are um, talking about high school football this coming Friday because um, I know that we playing at home versus the Hazen Hornets, and now I want you to get your comments on it. I was trying to um, I watched that game between McCoy and uh, Patrick last week, and we lost by four, and, and head coach K got ejected. I don't know what happened, but he's not going to be coaching uh, this Friday's game against Hazen's. I want you to get your comments on it, then we uh as soon as uh, that game's over we we'll go across county next week and then the week after that I will be at the EPC game. What you get the comments on that and I'll hang up listen. Thanks, Jason. McCory started out the season beating Mount Ida twenty eight to nothing. Last week they lost to Hector twenty four twenty. Hector's got a good team. Uh this week Hazen, another good team. Hazen was number one in the state, the defending state champs until they lost to Desert and that's a huge rivalry game. Uh, this is a big one here, Hazen and McCrory. No, I won't comment on the coaching thing. I didn't know about that. Did you know about the coaching? No. No, he wouldn't be coaching. I didn't know that, but I'll say this. If they're a good team, and it looks like they are, and you lose by four, one of two things is going to happen. Either your confidence really got hurt because you thought, well, we're going to run through this and do really well, and you come back and you play really poorly, or you look and you go, wait, we lost a game we shouldn't have. If you really believe you're good, we lost a game we shouldn't have. And then you focus and you fix those things in practice, which they may have done, and you come out like gangbusters and you'll play a really, really awesome game. So what I'm saying is this. I don't think they're going to play a mediocre game. <laughs> they're either going to come out and play really, really poorly or they're going to play really, really, really well. But without their coach, mm-hmm. if that's true, if that's true, Man, that's tough in the kids' minds to go into a game because now you're wondering, is he ever going to come back? Does he get to come back? What's going on? That's a bad place to put a bunch of kids. I'm not saying he does or doesn't deserve to be. I'm just saying that's a bad place for a kid to be. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll take some more phone calls. DK is in uh, online, ready to get in here. We'll go to the Southern Southern Structural Solutions text line. Stick around. You're in the zone. There's nothing quite like outdoor living, and at Razorback Camper Sales, we've been bringing the camping lifestyle to families for over 50 years. We're Arkansas's oldest family-owned RV dealer with the best parts and service department in the state. Razorback Camper Sales has everything you need for travel trailers, fifth wheels, and pop-ups. Find out why our customers are always happy campers. Come see us in Hot Springs or online at RazorbackCamperSales.com. 
Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right, and like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen, and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 501-263-0926 for more information, sponsored by Baptist Health. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's Justin Acre here to tell you about our friends at Cash Restaurant, downtown Little Rock, and we're getting into cooler temperatures, which means the holidays will be here before you know it. So if you're thinking about booking a holiday party, there is no better place than Cash restaurant downtown where you'll find great food great prices great space and also how about free valet parking if you're going to book a holiday party though get on it now 501-850-0265 501-850-0265 or online at cashlittlerock.com if you've got a wedding function coming up a corporate event or again a holiday party no better place than cash restaurant i love the variety available on the menu too soups and salads seafood steaks and you can get pizzas over the lunch hour just a great spot to go down for lunch or dinner and again for a party and they have a couple of different options on rooms they've got the bayou room which holds around 30 people and upstairs a beautiful space for up to 150 cash restaurant your go-to for lunch dinner and holiday party season get your event booked at cashlitterock.com or 501-850-0265 you're listening to the handsomest sports talk show in the natural state wait are you sure this is right just go with it shots Okay, okay. The Zone with Justin Acre and Westmore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is live. Back at it. Glad you're with us. Westmore, Christian Weaver, Coach Kelly hanging out with us. Top of the hour. Let's take a phone call. DK's in Little Rock. DK, welcome into The Zone. Good morning, fellas. Uh, you uh, probably pretty good with they is who I thought they would before you try to get started on that. We gonna get that way right now. <laughs> hey, uh, let me yeah. say this: San Francisco's really, really good. So I wouldn't be too down on your Steelers yet. Hey, hey I, I don't care about how good San Francisco is. You, you should have put up a better showing at home. Pittsburgh is who they thought, who I thought they would. It'd be like this: by the end of the season, they'll be ready to make a playoff run, but they'll be depending on two teams to lose uh, so they can get in. Hmm. That is who I thought they were. Now, uh, Coach, if you would help me understand, how come you ain't already got your best five linemen already? You know what I'm saying? You done had all fall, you done had all spring, and you still doing mismatching, hodgepodge, and all this. Why you ain't already got your best five? Now, I can understand you trying to get your second uh, five to back the first five up, but why you ain't already got your first five? 
Y'all have a good rest of the day. I'll take your answer off her. Well, your your question, I think, is a great question because I think it makes a great point. And that is, you know, it's it's not like basketball. You shouldn't be mixing and matching offensive linemen. They work together cohesively as a unit. When you run inside zone, outside zone, they have to take the step, the same depth, the same speed, the same everything. People don't understand how choreographed it, it, it really has to be. And when you're still working on it, that means – they came out of the spring really, truly not knowing who their best five was. And that's a question because it goes back to the old adage about quarterbacks. If you've got two, you really don't have one. Not 100% true because I had two in 2019 that we made work. but Or 2020. And but, but with the offensive line, it is a question. It's a red flag to me that they're still switching them in and out too because that tells me we don't have a dominant five that we feel like work really closely together. You could spin it in a positive if you're Coach Pittman and say, well, we wanted to see them get real game work together, you know, when the heat's on and the battle's really going. But believe me, in spring ball, in the trenches, that battle's going then too. You, that's the one place you can really see who can play and who can't is, is offensive-defensive lines in spring ball, more than anywhere else, because everywhere else they've got to lay back and can't go kill the receivers and, and do this and that. But uh, the offensive line does. That's a red flag, and you're right. I, we should have our starting five and the five that are our men going into right now. I wonder how much injuries played a role in that because Devin Manuel was the left tackle. He, he got hurt in fall, and then Andrew Chambly came in, and they were very impressed with Chambly. And Manuel and Chambly have been going back and forth, so I, I don't know what that injury, how much of a setback it was on Devin Manuel. Is he still hurt? Is he, you know, is he playing hurt and not as effective? I don't know. And then Tykees Crawford is the right guard that's pushing Josh Braun, the the transfer from Florida, and Tykees missed some time. So I wonder now that if he's finally healthy and he's playing better, and that's why they're. They don't know. They're trying to figure out now that everybody's healthy or maybe because Manuel's still a little hurt, who their best five are. Well, this Saturday isn't it, but next Saturday is prom day. And <laughs> right, now, right now, Wes, <laughs> you're trying to date two girls. Yeah. And you're a week before the prom and you had not asked either one of them yet. You know what's going to happen pretty soon is neither one of them are going to know and neither are going to have any confidence. And then you have to go with one of them that first game, that, that game against uh, A&M. And then and she may guy, not want to be happy. And, and she may not have any you. confidence to go with you. Yeah, and, and, and then you're in a little bit of trouble, first sign of trouble. Then you put the backup in, the guy that lost the job, and he might not react the way you want him to either. I hope they figure it out this week. I, the, uh, I always wonder, because you play, I mean, Arkansas's playing an eight, nine defensive lineman. I'm like, why can't you do that with offensive lineman? I asked an offensive lineman once, and he was like, no. We, you know, it's, it, there's, and it's exactly what you said. We, that chemistry is so important. You can't do that. They have to be able to identify, sometimes they have to identify a different front without making a call. And everybody has to see it, and everybody has to know it. And if one guy's wrong, but I still think it's also the steps and the choreography of the feet and the level. If they run a zone to the right, they can't step. one can't step a foot back and the other one forward, that kind of stuff. Hour number two is coming up. More of Coach Kelly. We also will talk with Michael Felder at the bottom of the hour. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right.